Welcome to the 4Ms with Molly, a podcast for the busy and working mom. I'm your host, Molly Lupo, nurse practitioner, lifestyle medicine and nutrition coach, and busy mom. The 4Ms is all about macros, mindset, meditation, and movement. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, I'm recording a solo podcast today and I'm going through and answering some of my listeners' questions that I get frequently and I'm super excited about this one. So the question is, how do I stay strong through temptation and find balance as a busy mom running an at-home business? I am a stress eater as well. (laughs) This is um, a big one to unpack, but I'm here for it. So... A couple of things to think about here. The first question is usually, are you eating enough throughout the day? Um, Because what we tend to do is kind of restrict through the day and then we get home, we're super hungry, the kids are, you know, just pulling at you, they need you. So the first thing I really like to get people doing is to make sure that one, they're eating enough protein. And two, with increase in protein intake, we have increase in plant intake. And the reason I like um, this sort of model is because protein is what helps keep us satisfied. It helps keep us full. Um, It has the highest um, thermic burn of any food. So you're going to burn more calories with your protein versus like carbs or fat. Um, And then the reason why I love plants so much is because they are so nutrient dense, meaning they pack a lot of nutrients, they do not pack a lot of calories, and you can eat a lot of them. So in terms of like feeling satisfied, um, and not ending up on a binge later, I think these two are super important things. Um, I know the next question you all are going to ask me is, how much protein should I be eating? How much plant should I be eating? So um, there's a couple of ways to go about this. Um, But if you are looking to lose weight, I always tell people um, to just start two weeks, track what you're eating, use an app like MyFitnessPal. And you're going to eat to satisfaction, you're going to ignore my fitness pals recommendations for calories. And you're just going to eat to satisfaction, eat like you usually do. And by doing this, um, you can see how many calories you're really taking in. I would do it for two weeks. Um, I would take either daily weights or every other day weights using your um, weights strictly as data, not as any sort of worth. Um, you know, because your weight's going to fluctuate. But the reason why I like this is because you can get a good idea of how many calories you're bringing in. You can see if your weight is either, if you're gaining weight, if you're losing weight, or if you're staying about the same, if you are gaining or staying the same, you can cut those overall calories by five to 10%. And then um, you can set your macros from there. Um, If you are losing weight and those calories are say over 1300, preferably more closer to 1400 or higher, um, then those are your deficit calories. Some people do not like (laughs) this exercise in patients. Um, I really do think this is the most accurate way, um, sustainable way to go about it. But if you're like, no, I just want to know right now, there is an online calculator that I do like called Omni, O-M-N-I. 
So if you Google the Omni calculator, you can put in um, your um, personalized like information. It asks you like your sex, your age, how much you work out, and that will give you your overall calories. You can use that um, and you can cut those by 10% to get your deficit calories. Um, so how much protein should you be eating? A good rule of thumb is around 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. Um, so that's one way that you can do that. And then whatever your answer to that equation is would be how many grams of protein you want to get in every day. I have never met anyone who is eating anywhere near their protein intake. So if this is something um, that you want to work on, I would start at half to 60% of those grams and gradually work your way up. Otherwise, you're just going to be um, kind of like aiming for the stars and you want to start where where you're at. Um, another way to do this is to go into your MyFitnessPal um, and you can toggle. Hold on, I'm going to do it right now so you all know how to do it. So if you want to just start tracking like your protein gram, so you would open my fitness pal, click more, click goals, click calorie, carbs, protein, and fat goals. And from there, you can input those calories we were just talking about. And then you can input your calorie or your protein percentage. Um, you don't need the premium version. You can do it for free. And I always kind of recommend people start around 20 to 30%. 30% is probably like the gold standard. Um, but again, if you're not eating anywhere near that much protein, then you start where you are and you build. Um, and then as far as plants go, so trying to have, you know, two cups at each meal of non-starchy veggies. So this is like your Brussels sprouts, broccoli, cauliflower, um, green beans, cucumbers, tomatoes, mushrooms. Those are all really great. Um, if you need to, um, find, ways to enjoy the plant. So like cauliflower rice is like really big right now. You can buy the frozen package and just steam them. Um, I like to blanch my vegetables if you have followed me for any period of time. So I will bring a salted pot of water to boil and I drop in, I love from Costco, they have the broccoli flores in the frozen section. So I just drop those in for like five to seven minutes and then strain them and they are done. I love it because it's quick and fast. You get tons of vegetables, etc. Um, the other reason why I love increasing your plant intake so much is because if you physically like look at how much um, like 200 grams of broccoli is, um, that's a lot of broccoli. And likely you are not going to overeat these things because these are the sort of one ingredient foods that your body wants, your body craves. Um, and when you eat those, you feel satisfied. So structuring your plate around, you know, getting like a fist size of protein, um, filling up half of your plate with plants and then like a little bit of starch. So those are like your potatoes, um, your quinoa, rice. Those are our big favorite ones. Um, so yeah, you, that is one place to start. Another thing I want you all to think about is, are you drinking enough water? So are you getting half of your body weight in in ounces a day? If you're nowhere near this, again, just start where you are, add 20 ounces each week until you get up um, to where you need to be. But staying hydrated is also part of like feeling full and 
making sure your cells and making sure like you have good energy. Um, so that's a really important part. Um, and then as far as stressed eating goes, this is so, um, deep, it's diverse. It's, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, mostly I want you to dig into why you are stress eating and start using some mindfulness techniques around it. So like when you want to head to the pantry closet or when you want to eat chocolate or drink the wine or whatever it is. Um, you get out a journal, maybe start writing about what's going on. You can, um, set a timer for 10 minutes and tell yourself like, I, I can still have the thing that I want if I still want it in 10 minutes. Um, you can, uh, so in addition to those mindfulness techniques, like really starting to pay attention to how foods make you feel and seeing like what's working for you and what's not. So us as human beings have this fight or flight or freeze response where when we get stressed out, this is just like what our bodies and brains are like telling us to do is to go eat. But what we have uniquely, it's part of us as human beings is like we can also pause and plan. So you can take a moment to say like, what do I really need right now? Usually the food does not solve the problem of what you need. So, you know, asking yourself, do you need a break from the kids? Do you need a break just by yourself for like a 10 minute walk? Do you need to go call someone? Um, do you need your, your support system? Like, what do you really need? Um, in addition with the whole stress eating sort of practice, I do really recommend working with like a trained uh, therapist who can help you sort of see your patterns, sort of help you unpack it and see like, what else can I do besides grab the food? Um, because a lot of times just having this perspective and just like kind of talking things out is really helpful in kind of working through these patterns, which you've probably been used to doing for a very long time. And so getting someone to kind of give you that different perspective is super helpful. Um, and then, you know, I always am an advocate of really understanding food composition. So I do love like the intuitive eating sort of model, but we live in a world, <laughs> in a society today where our intuitive eating, like you cannot intuitively eat a bag of chips or chocolate or Reese's peanut butter cups or wine, or whatever it is, because these foods are literally wired to make you crave and make you want more. So the more you eat of these, the more you're going to want of them. And it's just kind of like this vicious cycle. And I'm not saying to like cut them out cold turkey, although maybe for like some periods that it is helpful for people. I'm just saying that you need to start kind of developing a mindfulness practice around these hyper palatable foods, processed foods, chips, candy, chocolate, cake, alcohol, like it all makes you want more. Um, so even like for me recently, we were buying Diet Sunkist and I do kind of enjoy it. But what I was realizing is I was like grabbing it with dinner and it was making me like want more um, sugary things instead of just like drinking my water or even my sparkling water. So I stopped drinking the diet soda, at least for now. I don't know how long it'll last, but um, it is helping with like any sugar cravings I've had or anything like that. Because remember, those artificial sweeteners um, do make your brain. They're like a trick. 
it makes your brain think that you are getting the sugar. And then when it doesn't get that hit, it's wondering like where it is. So then you almost become like hyper focused on it. So really connecting food to how you to how it makes you feel. Also, just using um, macros as a sort of jumping off point um, or a base foundation, I guess I would say, as to really understanding like once you are eating in those percentages and in those grams of food, really noticing how they make you feel. <laughs> I've, I've yet to encounter anyone who has been eating their macros you know, plus or minus five grams of your protein and carbs, plus or minus three of your fat grams. Um, If you do that every day or most days, you are not going to feel hungry. And part of the reason is the macro food lists that you see out there on the internet are pretty like whole food sources, you know. It's like protein with chicken, ground beef, turkey, eggs, Uh, your carbohydrates come from more vegetables and fruit versus the processed carbohydrates. Your fats are coming from olive oils, nuts, seeds, avocados, those sort of things. So when you are eating those in balance, you start to become aware of how you feel. Um, Sweet potatoes is another really great carbohydrate. So I just want you all to kind of start noticing and making those connections. Um, And then lastly, I know a lot of moms struggle with this where they're like, but how do I find the time? I'm a mom. I work. How do I balance it all? And I think what you have to sort of let go of is like, you cannot do it all. It's just, I think it's impossible. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there listening who's like, well, I do it all. I've I've never encountered anyone like that. But what I want to say is like, you do prioritize time for what is important to you. And so meal prep does not have to take you all day long. Like I chopped a bunch of um, vegetables and potatoes last night, which probably took me 20 minutes. Um, I got some chicken sausages and I put them all in a gallon Ziploc and I just busted them out this morning to roast in our oven. Um, And the roasting process was like 40 minutes. So that's like a total of an hour. Um, so I would highly suggest just like kind of looking at your time, see where you're spending it. Do you have an hour where you could prep food? Is it on the weekend? Do you get sick of food during the week? If you make the same thing, do you need to, um, reserve like a couple times a week to chop up veggies and just have them ready for you? Um, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but you'd get to choose like what works for you. I can share what works for me, and that is picking a recipe um, or just picking like some vegetables and starches that sound good to me, um, and then pairing them with a protein and chopping them all up and just like making time either on Saturday or Sunday to do it. And, you know, maybe I'll put a movie on for the kids. Maybe my husband's kind of like reigning over the kids, um, whatever it is. You just have to find what works for you. And for me, that's like kind of what's been working. Um, I will cook from recipes if something sounds good. Like, for example, a couple weeks ago, I was like, lasagna has been sounding so good. So I found a recipe of lasagna um, that was macro friendly. And then I just made that for my lunches for the week. And it's easy to plug in recipes to my fitness pal 
then I have them all ready to go. I don't even have to think about it. I can just grab them and go in the morning. So see what works for you. You can do meal prep by, um, you know, doing like what I just said. You can make little meal kits where you, you know, cut up your fruits and veggies or whatever you need for your meals. You can make breakfast kits with like smoothie kits. Um, You just got to kind of play around with it and see what works for you. I think the biggest thing is really like stopping to reflect and see what worked this week, what didn't work this week, and then what changes do you need to make? And it's just all about following through with those changes and, you know, seeing what else you need to adapt to or whatever. So I hope those tips are helpful um, and I hope you all have a good week. Thank you so much for listening to The 4Ms with Molly. If you want to get in touch with me or have a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM on Instagram at unsinkablemollynp. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with someone you love and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Disclaimer, any health-related information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional legal or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified healthcare provider for any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or before embarking on any lifestyle, nutrition, or wellness program.